What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. For the first time, a federal appeals court has ruled that U.S. civil rights law bars job discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation. The 8-3 ruling by the 7th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals late yesterday cleared the way for a lawsuit by an Indiana teacher who claims a community college wouldn't hire her full-time because she is a lesbian. The ruling puts the Seventh Circuit in conflict with other federal appeals courts, meaning the issue, the issue looks likely to be resolved by the U.S. Supreme Court. With us to talk about this uh, landmark ruling is Michael Selmy, a professor at George Washington University Law School, and Orly LaBelle, who teaches at the University of San Diego. Mike, uh, w- w- welcome to you both, first of all. Uh, Mike, uh, federal civil rights law, t- called Title VII, says that employers can't discriminate on the basis of sex. It says sex as well as some other factors like race and religion. It doesn't say anything about sexual orientation. So how did, did this decision written by Judge Diane Wood, how did it get around that, that language issue? Well, the, the court, um, there were actually a couple of different opinions. Diane Wood uh, was the main opinion of the court. And uh, this is an issue that has been percolating in the lower courts for some time. And ultimately what she concluded is that the definition of sex includes um, sexual orientation uh, based on um, the comparisons that uh, individuals have to use in order to succeed on Title VII claims. So for this case where it is a lesbian um, who is bringing the claim, the court concluded that the fact that she's being treated differently because she is um, uh, interested in or dating women makes it so that she is being treated differently because of her sex, that if she were a man who was dating a woman is one way to look at it, she would um, uh, uh, not have been, she would have been offered the job in that. And there's also another theory that underlines the decision, and that is that individuals, gay men and lesbians, um, uh, do not satisfy the uh, norm of our gender, uh, our gender norms, and it's what's known as gender nonconformity theory, and so that people who go against the standard norms are being discriminated against that because they don't fit the stereotype of what it means to be a man or a woman, and that too, the court concluded, is a basis for uh, applying Title VII to discrimination based on sexual orientation. Orly, you get the dissent. Can you give us a synopsis of why the dissent thought that Judge Wood was wrong? Yeah, well, I do not agree with the dissent, but uh, Judge Sykes, who um, was one of the finalists uh, for this year's uh, Trump Supreme Court nominees, wrote about how it might be unfair to discriminate against uh, somebody because of their sexual orientation, but she adheres to the very strict definition, strict wording of Title VII that just has the word sex in it, and she, like other uh, what you would call originalist or conservative, conservative non-activist uh, judges, wants to have Congress expand the, the definitions of the, the law and not have the judiciary be active and, and kind of have this living understanding of what the law requires of us. 
There was a really great discussion, uh, those opinions and Judge Posner's concurring opinion about what the proper role of judges is, and especially when they're interpreting old statutes. And Orly, you sort of alluded to, I think I know where you're coming down on that, but I'm interested in in uh, both of your take on, on that debate. In, in particular, Posner says, um, essentially, you know, we are doing this because uh, we know that Congress in 1964 would not have intended this definition of sex. But our understanding of the word sex has changed since then. Uh, and we're going to apply that. So who's, uh, Mike, who's right in that debate? Well, I have to say I found Judge Posner's decision quite refreshing uh, uh, in that he admitted um, quite clearly that this, the interpretation that the court was adopting was not one that was consistent with the understanding at the time the statute was passed in 1964, um, and that's correct. Uh, this was not an area that the uh, Congress had considered, um, and for many years the statute was uh, was deemed not to apply to sexual orientation. But in the last decade, things have changed, and one of the things that both Diane Woods' um, decision and Judge Posner's decision address is that, uh, and Judge Wood talks about it um, quite uh, extensively in her opinion, that the Supreme Court has opened this road, as they've acknowledged in the um, recent decision on uh, same-sex marriage, Oberfeld and other cases, that we should have a more expansive definition of sex. And so she also indicated that we were following, that they were following, I'm sorry, that they were following what the, Supreme, the path the Supreme Court had paved. And Judge Posner, in his decision, was pretty clear that it was not necessary to wait for Congress um, to address it. He said they could, but uh, this he considers to be the role of the court to update statutes um, to be uh, more contemporary. Orla, I want to ask you about that, too. But before I, I, I do, let me just mention that uh, we are waiting for President Trump and uh, Jordani, Jordanian King Abdullah to hold a press conference. And we are going to uh, jump over to that as soon as it begins. Uh, uh, right now, there are two empty lecterns in the uh, looks like the Rose Garden of the White House. Um, or, or Orly, just on that same question, isn't this what Judge Posner said? Kind of a... Um, Maybe radical is too strong a word, but that's not, is that usually how judges interpret statutes? I thought they, they you know, looked at the words and what Congress was intending at the time they, they, they passed those words. Yeah, Judge Posner is an incredible judge uh, who writes a lot, and he's a, a scholar as well and teaches at uh, the University of Chicago Law School. And so he's a great character to understand what judges do because he – was considered a conservative judge. He was a Republican appointee. Um, but on the other hand, um, he's he really understands that laws are about making markets and society better, and they have reasons behind them. They're not just black letter. Um, they are not to be just interpreted in kind of a stale way um, that doesn't evolve. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more.